And we are back with yet another episode of The Journey there with your host, Carlisle Chua. And this week, I am actually chipmunked up right now. Um, This is a pre-recorded episode, but that's because I just had my surgery um, for my wisdom teeth to be taken out. I'm not sure if I got both of them out or if I just got one of them out. They said that it really depends on how hard the surgery is. But it's because of the fact that my teeth, both of them are, I'm impacted on both sides in the lower uh, region of my jaw. What? I don't know what I'm saying. But like both my sides are Im- compacted, impacted. I don't know the terms. Don't don't at me. But yeah. Um, and the fact that I'm in school right now means that I cannot have too long of recovery time. Because if I do, I'm going to end up, you know, um, what do you call it? I'm going to be really, really behind on schoolwork. And I cannot afford to do that, especially right now. So, yeah, let's just hope that I at least, I'm pretty sure, I, I would have at least gotten one out already by now. Um, I will probably be woozy off and dead inside and probably really, 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 really tired and fatigued but let's just hope for the best for future carlisle you know guys (laughs) i mean for present carlisle since you guys are going to be listening to this in the present what am i making sense but it's just funny i'm sure i'm gonna be talking about it when i can talk again but like as we're recording this i am like set up for failure right now because i'm gonna be i would have gotten my wisdom teeth taken out on october 9 and october 9 is the wedding of my cousin um congratulations to them but at the same time y'all this ain't it like what the hell i'm gonna be going to surgery and my both of my parents and my sister are not going to be there to take care of me when i get home so who the hell is going to take care of me chloe's going to take care of me my 16 year old sister who does not give a care about the world who locks herself in the room 24 hours a day is going to be the one that takes is gonna is gonna take care of me and normally the person who takes care of me kasi is when my parents aren't around is my ate like atelia because she wants to be a doctor you know it's like a natural instinct for her i guess and she's a cancer if that makes any sense to you guys like the instinct to take care of people but yeah um she has this instinct to take care of people. She really, really likes to take care of people. So whenever I do drop dead and die, um, duh, drop dead and die. The frick, Carlal, you're so repetitive. Com- what was the word I'm looking for? Is that the word? Redundant. Yun. <laughs> Guys, can you tell I'm really, really like sabog today? I'll tell you in a, in a bit. But basically, my sister um is the one that normally takes care of me. But because she's going to be hosting this event with one of her, of her friends, she's not going to be able to take care of me. And like, what the hell? I'm just excited to see how that plays out. Not really excited, more of dreading the fact that my little sister is going to take care of me. It's not going to be pretty, guys. I'm telling you, she's like, yesterday, my dog, so Jeannie, um, basically, he choked on a chicken bone. And I wasn't there to see it, okay? I was downstairs, and I was also having class at the time. And they were upstairs, and... I don't know why she had a chicken bone with her, but she did. And basically what happened was that 
I think Chloe was taunting Jeannie or playing around because Chloe's just really like that. She'll just like um, make colette everyone all the time. And one of the people that she likes to make people, one of the members of this household that she likes to make colette is Jeannie. So she was like faking it with him like, oh, do you want this? Do you want this? And then Jeannie actually freaking grabbed the chicken bone from her hand and swallowed it. And Chloe literally like panicked to the death of her. Like she literally freaked out and lost her mind. She, what do you call it? All of a sudden blanked out and she started patting the neck of Jeannie to like, you know, Heimlich maneuver him. And it's just so funny because how the hell are you supposed to unchoke yourself by patting the fucking neck? You know what I mean? Like this is so stupid. And Chloe really like, she blanked out. She's really bad under pressure. So while I was downstairs having class, I was literally speaking in class. I was reciting. And then Chloe comes downstairs and screams. She's like, Jeannie's choking. Jeannie's choking. And I was really trying my hardest, my damnest talaga to like not like keep my voice even, just finish my recitation, mute it and scream. What the fuck is going on? I went upstairs and like Jeannie was okay already. Like I think he just swallowed the bone at the end of it. But like Chloe was crying because she was just like, I can't believe that happened. Blah 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 blah. And then Atalia was like, You're stupid for doing that. You know, Atalia is like that also. But like she was like, You're so stupid. Why did you do that? And then Chloe was like crying. She's like, Stop talking to me like that. I'm very emotional right now. It was such a funny time. And like I just I just, I mean, like, yeah, my my dog could have died. My best friend in the, my bestest, bestest friend in the world could have died right there on the spot. And yes, I still finished my recitation. God, I don't know. Like, you could hear in the background, she was literally like, Atikaila, please, like, genius, genius, like, la, 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 la. And I was, like, over there, like, with my steady-ass voice, like, yes, sir, because la, 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 la. It was just so funny. It was just so, so freaking funny. Anyway, um... Where was I going with this? I had a really good day today. And I think you can tell because my voice and the way that I'm talking and the way that I'm explaining things are kind of blah. Like they're mixed up and jumbled and like I think a little bit more confusing. Because when I get happier or when I get more excited about things, I think my uh, communication skills start to falter as in like i just get way too excited my brain goes way too fast and like i just can't seem to explain things anymore you know but i had a really good day today and i'm just really tired um from it i was supposed to do yoga um but instead i'm over here recording on my bed just because i had a breakthrough but before we go to the breakthrough see guys i'm so i'm so gulo today but before that I wanted to just explain my day. So basically what happened was um, in the morning, it was pretty chill. What did I have in the morning? Literally nothing. I like the fact, I like the days where I don't have that much to do. Um, And this was not one of those days, but then the morning was just pretty chill. Like I didn't really do much. I cooked myself some food, cooked myself some fried rice. And then I was just watching YouTube videos and then, huh, what happened after that? Oh, I was just studying a lot because I'm, I'm really trying to catch up on modules right now. Um, and I'm actually trying to advance modules right now because, you know, you I, I don't want to be too behind 
after my surgery. So, yeah, I've been grinding my best to um, finish all of my modules in advance. And so that's what I was doing earlier in the afternoon. And then I had an event with IJM. So that's the um, internship for... That's my NGO that I'm interning for right now. And I had a really nice conversation with my boss, um, see attorney Sam. He was so nice to me. He's always so kind to me. But I'm he's basically the vice president of the national executive board. So he's basically the boss, like the big, big, big boss. Um and I'm just an intern, you know what I mean? And I always felt so small. Um, obviously, like coming into a big NGO like this, it's an international NGO. I feel like I have no say in things, kasi, and like, who am I? I'm literally like a speck of dust. Um, like my impact um, in this NGO, parang, yeah, I just do the dirty work of someone else. And I'm still proud of working here still because, I don't know, I get to do the dirty work so that the big boys can do the big boy things and save the world while I like they'll have more time and more freedom to do bigger boy things while I do the small boy things. You know what I mean? Does it make any sense? Basta I'm like making room for them to do be- bigger things and more pressing important things. And I feel very nice about that, especially because attorney Sam made me feel like that today. So it was just him and I kasi today normally i have my supervisor there but she wasn't there today so it was just him and i in the call and normally i get really really nervous um around older people i'm not very good with old people um i'm really so much better with kids but um when i talked to attorney sam he was just so polite like so kind to me and he was like asking me about school and he was like thank you so much for um putting so much time into IJM even if you're so busy all the time like I tell them kasi about like the projects that I'm in the things that I'm doing blah 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 and they're like wow you do a lot huh and I was like yeah I do a lot but like I'm I still prioritize IJM like I, I that's the thing that takes up most of my time and he was just saying like thank you for everything that you do you're clearly so intelligent and so capable of so many great things and I'm very I'm very lucky to have you as my intern, as my right-hand man. And I was like, wow, that's so nice. It's nice to be given a bone once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's this, I don't know if other people use this term, but Raf, one of my best friends, um, he calls it the good, like a good boy. Like, it's a, it's like a good you know, like when you're, you talk to your dog, you're like, oh, good boy. It's like that. I needed that. Like, I needed the praise. I needed the validation. Um, and I was given that today by my big boss. And it was just really, really nice to be appreciated like that. Because I have, I don't think I felt it for a while. I, I was in a slump for a hot minute. Because, and I'll talk about it now. Sure, why not? Um, I was in a really bad I guess a bad point in my internship because I didn't think that I mattered anymore and I'm not saying that I don't like IJM sucks and whatever like that but when you are the intern 
you are an intern you are just an intern and if they make you feel that way then there's a problem if they make you feel small and you your your work insignificant then there's a problem um and it wasn't even my boss who did this to me it was someone else and i'm not gonna say obviously who it is and it's not like they're going to listen to this specific episode but basically i was in charge of writing this speech for attorney sam for a really really big multi-million project and i was so honored i was like oh my gosh like i can i'll write wow that's like it's it's a big deal it's a really big deal because like organizations like world vision is going to be there there's going to be um government officials there and everything it's gonna be a really big deal and i was like wow i'm going to be writing the script or the the, the speech of the vice president of IJM. It was a I was like, whoa, this is a whoa, big, big thing, big boy. It's a big boy thing, right? And then I just felt so sad because um basically I wrote a speech. I took a lot of time to write this a whole day to write this speech, right? Um they gave me like I met up with so many people, told me what they wanted from the speech, whatever. And then I wrote the speech. We already were down to the final edits of the speech and it was already approved and everything. And then all of a sudden, one of the heads for programs or something like that undermines me, or not undermines me, overmines me, Basta went behind my back and wrote another speech and sent in that one instead without telling me so essentially i wasted like a lot of time a lot of fucking time working on this project only for it to be scrapped into nothing and it's like oh it's because you're an intern you can be undermined like this you can be just thrown away like that your hard work does not matter because you're just an intern you're not even being paid for this you know what i mean it was like that and it made me feel so so bad and so so small and because of that i think that's the reason why i spiraled because i was like oh my god am i even worth anything am i, am I even good enough to do anything you know um and then that's when i was so insecure i think that really triggered it for me huh like i was like oh my gosh um what the heck like I guys I've written speeches before okay I am I I I know how to do those things like I know I'm good at it I have I have awards to back that up okay I'm a well spoken <laughs> I'm I have the credentials to write a good speech okay but it's the fact that I am lesser than these employees that made me feel so small and made me resent everyone else around me not just in ijm but like my peers i was like god damn like at least these people you know they're these my for example like my best friends they're vps in their organizations whereas i am an intern who is tossed to the side sometimes Whereas my best friends, their words are the law. 
their words are the final says in things. We are not the same. And it made me so sad. And it made me feel so much lesser than everyone else around me. And that's why I spiraled, right? Anyway, it's okay now because I got over it. I realized the thing that I just told you that even if I'm an intern, I'm doing the small boy things for the big boys to do the big boy things. Attorney Sam has so, so, so much on his plate that me getting to assist him in these things makes me feel happy that I can like sweep aside some of his mess so that he has more time to focus on the bigger things like um I can't tell you what they do <laughs> I was gonna say it but I, I wasn't gonna, I'm not gonna anyway so I don't know. Should I say it? Am I allowed to say it? I don't know. Maybe. But I don't know if I can even say anything like substantial. Basically, mga trainings ng mga PNPs on how to um uh like catch the perpetrators who who sexually exploit children and stuff like that. Okay. I can't tell you. I don't I can't tell you not because I am not allowed to, but because I do not know enough or like I cannot explain it well enough to tell you what exactly Attorney Sam does. But he does the big things and it's okay. And he, although like, yeah, his employee undermined me and I felt really, really bad about it. At least my boss sees my value and at least he appreciates me. And I think that was enough. I think that gave me the closure that I needed, that I'm still worth it and I'm still good enough. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was the longest um, intro ever. Guys, this is not even the topic yet. Can you believe that? I just had so much to say. Um, but yeah. Aside from that, um, after my event, with attorney sam we did really well by the way it was it went so smoothly and i'm so proud of that um after that event um i had class and you know the the environment with uh in contrast the ijm and the class is so dead like i i realized that i love working i love working i love organizations because there is everyone is so alive there and they work because they love it um and in class we're just kind of forced to attend it because we paid for it already and you're not necessarily expected to show passion or excitement or else you would seem like annoying and pabibo you know so when i went to class it was major bleak like i'm i'm not kidding you three to four was my event four to five was my class so literally i just hopped on to the next link to a whole different atmosphere and it was like a i had like a whiplash of what the hell is going on here you know like it's so bland all of a sudden so dead you know like majority of the cameras are off here while whereas in ijm it was like everyone's cameras were on and it was so bright and so happy everyone's so alive so it was just like a weird moment for me but i was able to appreciate igm more because of the fact because of such a contrast um and it made me happy it made me really 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 happy anyway let's get into the actual topic my god 19 minutes of an intro what the hell anyways
All right. So right after all of the things with the IGM and the blah blah blah, literally I gushed about a ten minute a conversation for twenty minutes. What? Not even ten minutes. Honestly, I think it was a five minute conversation with Attorney Sam that just meant the whole world to me and. I just needed validation. Thank you so much. <laughs> anyway, so um, what I wanted to talk about today kasi, was that I realized my privilege. And how did I do that? All of a sudden, kasi, um, after class, I went outside. So like 4 to 5 was my class, right? 5 p.m. Um, I, looked, I went to my balcony. And it was so cool to just look out into the open space i love lo- i love reflecting on things if you did not know that already about me and i've already had what do you call it another i have i have had breakthroughs when i have when i would i uh, what am i saying i would always have breakthroughs after a long day and i'm just watching the sunset already at 5 p.m it's one of my favorite times of the day anyway so I was watching the sunset and I was looking around my village and I live in the city so I looked beyond my village and I saw a really really big building a really tall building and I started just randomly thinking how many people are there in that building and like I don't know I don't know why I looked at the building then I looked at the houses around me and there are really big houses around me, right? I looked at the building. I thought maybe there are around like a thousand people in that building or a hundred, maybe like 600 people or something like that in one building. And I look at the house, which is essentially a building as well. And I think, how many people are in that building? And I thought maybe 10 at the most. 10 is a lot of people in one house, you know what I mean? Parang, I think there would be like maybe six, seven people in the house. Maybe even two people, just a couple in a big house like that. I don't know. But I was like, God damn. Looking at it, I just realized we don't need that much space in our houses. We don't need all of this extra stuff. And we're just so lucky and we have the luxury to afford such a big space for ourselves. Like, what? There are 600 or 1,000, maybe 2,000. I don't know. But, like, there are 1,000 plus people in a building. In a in a big a building like that. And there are only, like, what, 10 people in a house. What? The square meters of that shit probably, like, could make, could house another hundred people, you know? Like, we did not need that much of, that much space, but we have it anyway. And I started thinking smaller. I was like, okay, my room. And if you guys don't know, I can, I have the biggest room in the house next to my parents' room. Not really, man. I think I have the second, the third biggest room in the house. Um, next to my parents' room and next to my Lolo and Lola's room. So, I have a really big room. And I was thinking, where have I been 
that had more people in it and there was a smaller space pa. And I was like, fuck. I remembered in my high school outreach, um, I used to go to the squatter area or like the slums for my high school outreaches. Um, and I went, the household that I was partnered with, literally their their apartment or their unit was probably one-fourth of my room. And there were like six people in that room and six people in that unit and in that unit was a kitchen a bathroom and a bedroom in a fourth of my room like what i felt so like what the hell dude like sometimes i think that my room is small sometimes i feel like my room is just enclosing on me and stuff like that like i feel claustrophobic sometimes in my room and there are people out there who literally live in a fourth of what I have. And I was like, shocks. I'm so I'm so lucky that I have I have been blessed to have a house this nice and a house this big. I'm not saying I have a really big house, guys. Like please don't think that I have like a, I, I I don't want you to think that I'm rich or anything like that. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what status I am. I, I like my parents don't talk about money with me talaga. But all I know is that we have enough money to put food on the table and to have lights on at night and like to put me through school. And that's all I know. That's all I know about my status, I guess. But I, but basically, I know that I'm well off enough. I'm well off. Period. Um. And it just made me realize how it's 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 a crazy thing for me because we live in a world where we are not the same we are all so different and it like hit me like a ton of bricks a while ago because i always thought or not maybe always but like it's it i know it's ignorant of me to think but i always thought we were all equal we are not equal we are not starting on the same we are not starting from the same spot we are our square ones are so different from one another there are some people who have square ones that are that's probably your like my square one is probably someone else's square 30 you know what i mean it's crazy to think that way and i never thought about it that way before the life that i live right now is probably the dream of someone else someone else probably dreamt of just having a a house or a unit as big as my room and what do i want in life a fucking bigger house what the hell like i don't need it and i i don't know it really just made me think about how lucky i am that i am set for success does that make any sense Parang, I'm not saying that I will succeed one day. Or I mean, 
I mean, like, duh, there's that mindset na, yeah, you can work hard to succeed one day and everything like that. But for me to say that, it's more attainable than for someone else from a lower class to say that, if that makes any sense. If both of us wanted to be lawyers, I would more likely be a successful lawyer. Like, for example... We're both working as hard as each other. We're probably as smart as each other. Me and this other person, right? I will still end up becoming more, like, more successful than this person because I'm luckier, because I have more resources, because I have more, like, wiggle room and more, like, allowance or, like, I have more connections than this less fortunate person or this poor person, right? And it, I was just like, whoa. I'm, I can't believe that. Like, sometimes I, I just keep complaining na, oh my God, like, oh, where am I going with life? La, la, la. Like, at least I know like yeah, it's it's valid, of course, to like question yourself and like wonder where you're going to be at li- with life in the next ten years and stuff. That's a normal anxiety to have. But like, I at least have that comfort of knowing that I will not ever have to live in the slums, or ha- I I always have that. I have something to fall back on. No matter what happens to me. And not a lot of people can say that as well. I thought about it and I was like, I was, I was thinking about how capable I am. Kasi. And I'm not trying to boast, okay? I'm really, really, I really hate when I talk like this sometimes. Um, it makes it seem like I'm so mayabang. But I think I'm more just self-aware. And I'm se- I'm aware of my capabilities, my strengths, and my weaknesses. I'm telling you, I'm pretty stupid with things that like, like math. I can't do math for shit. If you ask me to speak straight in Tagalog, I probably could not do it either. See, guys, I'm I'm conyo as fuck. Okay? And I accept that. I, ad- I admit that I have my flaws. But I also admit that I'm really good at certain things. I'm really, really good at connecting with people. I'm really, really good at working. I have the best, not the best, but I have a really good work ethic. I have people skills. I have I, I have visual skills. <laughs> visual skills? I don't know what I'm talking about. But like, I have skills. And with these skills, and I'm smart, okay? Wow, isn't that like progress, guys? Wasn't it like a few weeks ago where I said I was so stupid, blah, blah, blah. Progress. You see, this is the difference between a depressive episode and the normal me. Anyways, so, um, what was I saying? Yeah, I know I'm smart. I know I'm smart. And with all of these things, I know that I can succeed one day. But if i were to just use all of my talents for myself yeah of course i will end up becoming really freaking rich because i know i can i know i have the capability to 
rise up one day and succeed like that. But what good is it for me to use these talents only for myself? What what is money going to do to me? What's money where where is my money gonna go when I die? Yeah, okay, yeah, my kids will one day ha- live a comfortable life as well because I worked hard and I have enough money to give them a comfortable life. Yeah, okay. But like I just don't think that's enough for me. I don't think that living like getting rich is and everything to me. Parang for me, it will mean a lot more. My life is or I will be more proud of myself if I have a big impact on the world rather than a big paycheck. I know that I can if I ever go into corp or anything like that, I know I can make big money because I know I will work hard and I know that, okay, for one, I have the resources and the connections to get a good job. For two, I am really, really, really capable of rising up because I'm magaling. I know that I'm magaling. One day, if I choose to go down that path, I will get rich because I'm lucky and because I'm capable. But money is just not everything to me, unfortunately. And my passion is towards service and my passion is towards making the world a better place. Talaga. And so... I'm in this point in life right now, or at least when I was looking out into the sunset, I'm, I am I realized that, yeah, I'm gonna go, like, okay, I'm gonna graduate from Ateneo one day, and my batchmates, God bless them, they're going to do great things in their life. They're going, my friends, my the people that I know, the people who are probably walking around me are probably going to be millionaires, billionaires one day, right? And, I accepted that that's not where I want to be when I'm older. Like, my dream talaga is to work in an NGO. And not in just any NGO. I really want to work in IJM as a lawyer one day. I want to be one of those prosecutors who go into court with, like, go into court against the perpetrators of those sexual exploitations. I want to be able to use my intellect, my power, my my capabilities for a greater good. And yeah, you can say, I think other people kasi, they're more like, oh, I'll get rich, then I'll use that money to give to other people. Okay, yeah, sure, you can do that. You can give you can give in that way but I want a more direct approach where I really want to be the active initiator huh is that redundant I feel like it is (laughs) but like I want to be there in action using my own freaking talents to help out to save these people and I'm at peace with knowing that I will not be as rich as other people because 
I'm going to be doing a different like well not I'm not saying that's gonna be more fulfilling than other people's like the maybe for other people that's more fulfilling talaga and that's okay but like I'm more at peace with having an honorable job than having a lot of money and I think that's how my parents always wanted me to be naman talaga um, I thought about it this morning and I don't know why these bits and pieces just I think they just accumulated and like came uh, they like dawned on me and then I had this overall um, epitome epitome ba? no that's not epiphany epitome ang put <laughs> embarrassing anyway um this morning what did I think to myself I forgot Hmm, what was I thinking to myself? Eh, nako, nawala na. Man, it's okay. What the fuck? But, yeah, I think for me, I just want to be a good lawyer one day. Like, a good, a genuine good lawyer. Like, for good people, not for, ano. And I feel like, kasi naman, if you're going into a, Ooh, I don't know if you can hear that, but they're going they're calling me for dinner. But like parang, Yeah, you know how people always ask us, like, how are you supposed to be how can you be a lawyer if one day your client is like you have to defend someone who did something bad? What if one day you have to defend a criminal? What are you gonna do about it? But for me, if I'm going to be working in IJM I'm already going to be fighting for the little guy. And I will always be fighting for the greater good. And I will be defending the greater good, you know? But at the same time, yeah, I get it. I'm not going to earn a lot of money. NGOs do not really earn that much. I actually don't know. I don't know how much attorney Sam makes. <laughs> but still gets, you know what I mean? Parang my parents, kasi, they're very honorable people they tell us that if we're going into a profession it should be because we love it and it should be because we're passionate about it that's why especially with me and my older sister atelia we're not we're we're going for very big and heavy professions like lawyer and doctor and it's not because our parents pressured us into it. Kind of, they kind of did pressure us into becoming these things. But at the same time, we, like, my parents are both doctors, okay, guys? And I want, I want to become a lawyer. Like, where, where the hell did that come from, right? Parang for me, I just, I, they did not pressure me into this. They just said, do good in your life. Not do good as in, achieve or succeed in life but do good as in do good do do good actions like that and i always said and i always believed that medicine is such an honorable profession because you're healing people you're a healer you help people and i was like how the hell am i supposed to help people with law and i realized it like Working in IJM, because my my dream to be an, a lawyer became kind of uh, distorted. Not distorted, but like, it got lost. I got lost in it. Like, why did I want to be a lawyer again? Parang I was just doing it because I wanted to fulfill the promise that I made to my parents. 
at some point. And like, a lot of people have been counting on me to pursue law talaga. And instead, parang, well, when, when I was working in IJM, like, listening to these lawyers talk about the cases that they have rescuing these victims, these children, and these women, I was like, oh my god, law can be used for the good parin. And I want to do that with everything in my heart. Yeah, I'm gonna go through a lot of, like, stress and pain and, like, suffering and anxiety when I go to law school. But, like, parang for me now, I realize that I'm so privileged to even, to even become a lawyer one day. To even have time, to have disposable time to use to study instead. You know, some people don't have that time. Some people need to finish college so that they can work right away already. I don't need to do that. I have enough time to become a lawyer. I'm privileged enough to have enough time to become a lawyer. I'm so privileged. And I want to be able to use that one day for the good. And... I'm just so excited for it. I don't know. Maybe in the man, I'll lose. I'll, I'll keep losing my motivation every now and then. I'll probably go through another depressive episode and another another dark spiral where I'm gonna be like, "Am I even doing anything that's worth it? Am I even like, you know, like remarkable or special or like, am I even making a mark in the world?" Blah blah blah. Those are really genuinely my thoughts all the time, but I don't know. Right now, at this moment, I'm very settled into the fact that I'm going to be probably mid, what what's it called, middle class. I'll be middle class, I think, at the very least. And um, I'm lucky that I can say that I will be middle class at least. At least, middle class at least, what the hell, it's, you're, you're lucky to be middle class, you know what I mean? My God. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just happy with that realization. I'm happy knowing that one day I, I will grow up to become a good lawyer. And I will grow up to become a, a hero to somebody. It's nice. It's a really nice feeling. And it's a, it's it's nice. I don't know what else to say about it. Um. Anyway, that's it for this week. I hope I made sense. I feel like I went around in circles a lot of the time. But then again, I always feel like I go around in circles. I hope I made sense. And I hope that I had a substantial conversation with you guys again. Um, Please send me ice cream and soup. <laughs> I feel like I'm still going to be chipmunked at this time. I'm going to listen this, to this back um, in a few weeks when I am chipmunked up. And I hope that I will still feel the same way. Because this is a nice feeling to have. Um, and that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow me on all my social media platforms that I am on. So that's Instagram at thejourneydie.pod and Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the, ah, thejourneythere.pod. My God, I was so, I was almost there, guys. I was so good at it already. I was so smooth. That Oh, it crumpled into nothingness it's still okay i'm valid i am amazing i am 
we are all great and we are all going to do great things in our lives and i love you all very very much i will see you guys next week hopefully healed if not then i don't know we'll see see ya bye